Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran-owned, and direct trade, which means, of course, from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Harry or the brains of the outfit, Leticia, and please tell them that Stone sent you. Okay, you guys are in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with the party touch, Mr. Denver Baxter. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stone. Good to be here. Oh, it's a delight to have you in the studio, man. Okay, the party touch, mission, purpose. Uh, what are you guys out there trying to do for folks, man? Well, just trying to get out there and play some music. Uh, I've been doing this for quite a long time here. I've been doing this since 1986, full-time, believe it or not, here in Georgia. Wow. So yeah. what's the backstory, man? How'd you find yourself in this line of work? Well, uh, I just kind of fell into it. I was in the corporate world doing, world doing sales and all kinds of other assorted things for a long time, and I finally just decided to uh, let's do something that I like to do. And... Uh, just kind of started the business back then and been doing it ever since, playing music for money. So, <laughs> so was the first gig a little bit nerve-wracking? Was it? Uh, I'm sure there was plenty you didn't have figured out at that point. You know, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> I have no clue, but uh, it's never really been hard for me to get out there and do a little talking yeah. and, and other things. <laughs> now, I suspect you are playing music that that particular crowd wants to hear but as for you personally is there is there a genre that you're really more fond of than another uh, definitely 70s classic rock yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> or before that even as long as you can tell what they're or hear what they're saying right and have instrumentation and uh, as long as it's just good good music i'm not into rap so don't send me a rap gig please uh, although <laughs> i can do it if i have to and i have done it and you got to mix in everything uh because you never know what kind of crowd you're going to get so you've got to be able to read the crowd and then on top of that you've got to know like what music to uh well, you know what's out there i mean i'll never i'll never forget the guy at the time one of the young men i took out there he came out to uh check me out and i was thinking about working him into the fold so to speak to be one of my guys <laughs> back in the day and it was uh at the cherokee town club and he's sitting there writing something down on a pad while i'm playing the music you know we're in a you know cherokee town and country club it's nice yeah right? yeah and so he's saying wow what's that song what's that song man? and i said uh you don't know what this song is and he says no i never heard it and it was Chances Are by Johnny Mathis, which, you know, maybe not everybody knows that song, of course. I mean, no, right, right. but it's just the story that I tell you. You've got to know music and you've got to know all different types of music if you're going to pull off a, a gig like that or any type of gig in front of people. So I'm sure it's a lot of fun, it the, is. the work. And I suspect, like most things, including producing radio shows and, and, and running a network, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that most of us really don't know or or understand did it take you a while to to master that no just i don't know it just never was uh didn't seem to be difficult for me to do it i don't know i just kind of just do it 
So how do you prep for a gig? What, what do you, if you know you've got a gig tomorrow night, are there things that you do today and tomorrow to get ready? Depends on what the type, what type of an event it is. Uh, if it's a wedding gig, I always like to get information at least a month before the wedding date, uh, such as song list, uh, people who are going to make toast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, whether or not you're going to do the specific dances, father, daughters, all those kind of things. You got to prep that. You can't just, well, you can. I've done <laughs> Yeah, you can, but <laughs> it's not the best way to approach it is to go in cold. You need to have all that information written down. So I have forms and things and I talk with the brides and try to work with them to make sure that I'm doing what they want to do. Like if they give me a list of last wedding I did, they had a long, long list uh fuji four four hours and 15 uh was it six hours it's a long list of music and we're only there for four hours i said this this amount of songs will not fit in the time that you're having me here so sometimes you got to give them a little bit of a reality check there for weddings especially but uh, most gigs i just kind of go out and just play it by ear and been doing it so long i just read the crowd and take requests and uh, just make it happen. Yeah, you got to build all that in, right? And, and they're counting on you. They're looking to you for your expertise and managing the, the flow of things and, and when to do the requests. And you got to work in that the father-daughter dance. And you, you're staying on top of all that because they're, they're busy enjoying the day. Right, exactly. Pretty much I'm like a wedding coordinator. Now, there are you know specific people sure. out there that do, do a good job of that as wedding coordinators. But uh, I kind of... And do it like that because back in the back in the day when I started out, there weren't a lot of real wedding coordinators, not a lot of them out there like there are right. now. And so, um, on the facilities, usually the facilities would do their own coordination and to make things happen behind the scene. But they, they started to like me a lot because I'd go in there and I already have my own format that I made up, nice. which the bride is welcome to follow or not follow. Um, but uh, I'd go in there and everybody would know what was going on and I'd kind of make the flow happen. When do we cut the cake? When do you do the bouquet toss? Blah, 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 all that stuff. So I'm kind of like coordinated and DJing. So what's the most rewarding part, man? What do you enjoy the most? Uh, I haven't seen people have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Listen to good music. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most rewarding part, especially now with the seniors that I do. A lot of the seniors. For, oh, okay. For yeah. Silly. Say more about that. Yeah, doing a lot of the senior assisted, well, I hate to say it, it's not assisted, just senior facilities, senior mm-hmm. residences, which are all different levels of that, as you probably know. Right. And so, um, you know, we go in there and we, we make them happy, make them smile. Sometimes we make them dance. I don't make them dance. Okay. <laughs> I don't make, I don't get out there with a the prod and say, you're going to dance or anything <laughs> like that. But to just by playing the right music and again, knowing what music to play and uh, what's going to work, and sometimes taking requests, although they're not really big into requests most of the time, but just knowing what to play, reading the crowd, asking them where they're from, just little tricks that I'm not going to say on the air. (laughs) And I've learned over the years. Trade secrets. Trade secrets. I'm not telling you any of those trade secrets. You have to buy the book. (laughs) Yes, buy the book. The book's available for $199.95, free shipping. All right. So, uh, all right. So weddings, uh, these, these senior facilities, and then I'm operating under the impression if I wanted to throw a big, uh, party for all of our studio partners in the business radio X network, I could could, do it today. We could do it. I could hire you and you do your thing. I'll be back in 20 minutes with the equipment (laughs) or we'll just use yours. (laughs) All right. So, um, everything I know about, uh, hiring 
a professional DJ service you could stick in your eye and still see out. Okay. So uh, help help me and the other lay people out there. What are some considerations? What are some things we should be thinking about? What are some questions maybe that we should ask someone that we're considering engaging for this? Well, I, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I'm I'm a big kick on. I got a big thing or whatever. How you want to phrase that? I don't know if I'm using the right terminology. But a lot of a lot of people that are out there doing DJ thing like I'm doing this type of DJ thing that I'm doing Mm -hmm. is that I don't think that they have the proper insurance. And I think I'm losing a lot of gigs because a lot of people are asking, you know, they're on there. They're on these uh, pages on Facebook. Who's the DJ? Who's the DJ? And I'm looking at these guys. I mean, some of them don't even, they don't even look professional in their setups or anything. When I go to there, if they have a web page, but they certainly don't have a COI certificate of insurance, which is very, very important. You need to be insured during this business. Most of the facilities require it, but uh, a lot of these guys, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that if any of the uh, people that are looking to hire a DJ, they should always ask, first of all, do you have a certificate of insurance and take it a step beyond because the insurance companies that you're insured with are supposed to and will send you out the COI in an email basis. So you know that they're not just taking somebody else's COI paperwork and and redoing it. So that's very important to to know that the person has insurance. And then of course you have to see if the person has references. Mm. Okay. And a lot of times I see on websites, on my competitors' websites, you see on there, we danced all night, had a great time. And then you see Susie and Harry. <laughs> well, let's see. Wonder who Susie and Harry are. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Stone, I've got over 150 reference letters that go back. Uh, yes, I'm old. Her. <laughs> Older. But I have a letter that goes back to, and some of your listeners out there may remember this, Eastern Airlines. I don't know if you've ever heard of Eastern Airlines. Big, uh, yeah, I'm older, too. Older too. So, yes, I do. So, back in the day, that was one of the big players, Eastern Airlines. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got a letter that goes back to that time. And this is actually a typed full letter and signed by a person, not right, a made-up right. quote on letterhead. So, a lot of my reference uh, reference letters are on letterhead. Um, and yes, competitors out there, yes, they're older reference letters. But I do have the experience, and that proves it there. And then it goes back to, sure. to prove that. And there are, there are over 150 of those available. So if somebody wants to see them, I can certainly provide that. So it's good to check the references and uh, see. I don't know. What am I forgetting? I don't know. Well, no, I, I think I might have had the presence of mind to ask for some references or at least go look on the on the website. It would have never occurred to me to ask about insurance. Right. would never have even occurred to me. To most people, it don't, doesn't. And I don't think most of the competitors out there actually push that. Right. Well, not if I you wonder, don't have it. <laughs> I, you think? Maybe. <laughs> Could that possibly be the reason? I don't know. Well, so it sounds like it, it can be kind of a, what's the word, a kind of a crowded space. A, a lot of folks out there uh, purporting to deliver this service. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a guy like you? How do you how do you get the new business? Well, I, well most of my business has, has always been primarily word of mouth 
mm-hmm. from people that have used my service in the past, just developing it up, up from that. And it still continues to be that way. Unfortunately, it's not as effective <laughs> uh, these days, but uh, that's how it's, it's generally been. I've you know tried writing publications and uh, it didn't work. Lots of money out the window yeah. back in the day when they actually had, you know, paper. Magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. So, uh, but now it's, it's it's word of mouth, and we're just trying to get out there and get the word out, and people see me at events, and they like what I do, and it's like other DJs, too. Sometimes they like the other styles of other DJs, and, you know, so. Yeah. I'm not the only one out there doing it. Right. But I'm the best. There you go. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you've stood the test of time. Obviously, you've been a successful business person, so um, let's shift gears here a little bit. Sure. Talk about being in business in, in general. Uh, a lot of our uh, listenership, the people who tap into to our content, they're either entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about in the early going, getting this thing off the ground and any counsel that you might have about just, just running a, a small business and you know, keeping, keeping things afloat and, and, and even prosperous. Mm. You know, lessons, lessons learned, or, you know, maybe there's Denver's, you know, three do's and three don'ts when it comes to, to, to running a, a business, or maybe you've made a, a mistake or two that you felt like you really I'll never, never, from. never, 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 <laughs> not any of those happen ever. Never. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but are there some disciplines that you live by or something, everything from the way you manage the, the money and, and to, you know, to how you, how you do try to. Uh, present yourself to the to the community hmm i'd have to think about that um you're stumping me that's all right it's too early (laughs) but surely there are some things that you do to make sure that you do have consistent flow of business and that when you do get the business you're managing properly and you're you're keeping the client happy I just try to, you know, keep in touch with the client as best as possible. And when they, you know, sometimes they don't return phone calls or right, right. or get forms back to me when they need to, especially for, like, let's say, wedding market. We like mm-hmm. to get forms back at least and in, in information back from brides and grooms, whoever, parents, whatever. Usually it's a bride. Uh, get things back from them at least a month before their wedding date. Oh, wow. Okay. And sometimes we get the brides out there that don't adhere to that. And uh, sometimes we get it. <laughs> You know, a week before, and <laughs> sometimes we don't get it at all. <laughs> sometimes we get it a day before. We, we just try to keep on, tr- and, on, on top of things from the experience that I've had, you know, doing this so long. Just keep keep track of what's going on and make sure that things happen the the way that they're they they should happen. I guess is is the biggest thing I can think of right off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, but no, but that suggests it kind of goes back to having repeatable processes and, and transferable mm-hmm. tools. Um, you have a system a for si- bringing a, you really, you do, you may not have thought about it in those terms, but true. clearly you do. True, yes, that's And that true. helps you, you know, keep everything nice and organized and deliver the best experience for these folks. That's true. Yeah, over the years I've designed forms and, and things that I use you know, yeah. that, that weren't out there in the business when, when I started right. to uh, make things go smoother, uh, smoothly. Smoother? Is that a word? <laughs> smoother? Hello. Sure. I've had a smoothie. <laughs> Not recently. Anyway, uh, just try to uh, just get the paperwork is a big part of it, making sure that things uh, are in order. 
Nowadays, we don't do paper, do we? <laughs> well, not as much, but mm. I, I have actually made a commitment to myself because, as you might imagine, there are a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes processes and tools that we use in, mm. in producing all the shows that we do across the network. So we have the business, we have the BRX Academy, the business radio X kind of playbook. Okay. But I've um, recently begun a new project of stones playbook. And I'm going to encourage all of our studio partners, you know, like right. John over at North Fold. Do, you know, it would be nice. I think if all of our studio partners could tap in and they could see John's playbook and stone's playbook uh, and uh, Roger's playbook and Karen's playbook. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So, Good idea. Uh, yeah. Good idea. I, th- I, I don't know. I, I find even on simple things like how to, uh, reach out and invite someone to, to participate on a show, or if we're bringing on a business development client, um, getting some information from them on the front end so that we can help them mold a show that's going to serve them. And it sounds like you're doing all that. You just had, it's so natural to you now and you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. All this kind of stuff is just, uh, it's just, it's just, it's part of you. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sorry. I can't answer the question. Well, you did answer it. No, you no, did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about, uh, what you do in your downtime, man? Where where do you go to kind of uh, recharge and and refresh? Do you do you read? Do you travel? Do you hunt, fish? What's what's your thing? Uh, nada. No, not right now. I used to do traveling back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, spend my money going like to Mexico, different places, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out in Acapulco, Cozumel, a little bit in Puerto Vallarta. Just like to get away, but uh, now you know. Lately, haven't been doing that. I'm per- just trying to keep this business going. That's that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. So every most of my time is just really in the business. I hate to say, you know, it's not a lot of not a lot of fun time going on lately. Not not my trips anymore. So I kind of miss that. But we're just trying to get this get, get things going and make people happy with music. But but it is fun time for you. I mean, you clearly enjoy yeah. the work. It's um, yeah yeah. I like what I do. I like what you've, I do. Uh, you've cracked that code for you know you you read in the books or you'll hear a motivational speaker about find something that you'd love to do and yeah. you know you won't you won't really be working. It I do a lot like of networking. Do you really? Well, you know, you see me out there. I do, I do, and I got to be honest. I'm not that much of a net worker, at least until I moved to um, Woodstock. I there are two groups here that uh, I try to make a point of hanging out with. One is uh, young professionals of Woodstock. Now, why in the world? <clears throat> why in the world they let me in that? Group. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How, how did you pull that off? <laughs> so apparently it's not a very no, high bar kidding. to clear for, for no. young, but it's a great group of folks. It's a little different dynamic, as you probably well know. It's not a typical kind of networking thing. It's a more intimate kind of get to know people on a personal level get together plenty of, of business yeah. happens, right? but it's not the, you know, Hey, ho, give me your business card what do you do elevator speech thing it's not that environmental and i really right. enjoy it we get together over there at uh at the circuit the circuit okay yeah. right. and uh when when holly and i moved here last year we bought a little patio home literally across the street from the circuit so i just walk over there on thursday mornings oh easy easy and yeah. uh i get me a, a cup of coffee there at the circle of friends uh-huh. I, I i love what they're doing there at circle of friends and then i uh hang out a while and then I'm always a little bit late because I get involved in a conversation over there. I'm a little bit late in, in my walking down to the Woodstock 
Business Club uh, that we and we do that at eight thirties on uh, on Thursdays. Have you seen me at either one of those? I feel like I have, but maybe I have. I, I see you somewhere. I see you at the whiskey and cigar thing. You see me at those? You don't miss a whiskey and cigar? No, I don't. No, those those <laughs> I don't uh, tend to miss. But uh, you're not going to see me in the morning gigs. Oh, okay. So no, no morning. Networking. Uh, no, no, uh, no. I know a lot of you guys. A lot of friends of mine <laughs> are at the morning events. Which yeah. yes, I should be there, and I. I I always think maybe I'm going to do it this week, but well, uh, you're an entertainer, man. You get a pass. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a real good morning person and things. But I'm sure you found. I certainly, this has been my experience that the, uh, and again, I historically I'm not a networking guy. And candidly, when I want to meet someone, I invite them on one of the shows. <laughs> that's a good way, <laughs> right? I mean, that's yeah. part of what we deliver for our business development clients. But again, both of those groups, they're so. Um, collaborative they're so supportive of each yes, other exactly. even people from the same industry you'll right. have people you'll have people from the same arena genuinely just you know trying to learn from each other and trying to help each other out there's plenty of business out there for everybody and uh, there's a real abundance mentality in both of those groups and i've really i've come to enjoy that so outside of that i'm not really a networky guy but i i love this community and i love those two groups yeah well i'm not really a net i can't yeah, maybe i'm said the wrong thing i'm not a big networking guy but i I do networking because i think it's a means to an end and and i try to sure i gotta get my name out there somehow and advertising is i just don't have the the big budgets to do these kind of advertising budgets and things so i go out and try to meet people one-on-one and let them know who i am and hopefully they like me i hope and then maybe they'll they'll refer me so some of it has paid off with the networking you got to just keep going you got to keep networking keep networking keep your keep your face out there and try to meet people and let them kind of know what you do yeah sometimes i may abuse that as far as ha- passing out the business cards <laughs> a lot uh, let's see have about let's see 300 with me today <laughs> how many do you need uh, well if you become a community partner we'll put it in the uh, official talk show radio mug oh let's do it <laughs> that's, the, that's the, the new program here for our community Boom. partners <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we were talking before we came on air. We don't uh, give these mugs out willy-nilly. You have to have to be a guest and do a good job. <laughs> and this is a good mug here, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of the better ones that I have seen as a giveaway. This is very nice. It has the logo on it. It's big. It's got the slant sides a little bit. It holds a lot of coffee. Or in my case, something else. <laughs> See, there you go. There's another revenue stream for you. you could be a spokesperson. <laughs> I could. Done. I, I'm ready. Absolutely. Who wants me for a spokesperson? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap, let's make sure that. Gee, are we wrapping? Yeah. Unless you got more to say. say hey. What else hey, do you hop. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I thought you didn't wrap. Oh, not not that wrap. <laughs> before we conclude our oh, conversation. Oh, that kind of wrap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I want to make sure that our listeners uh, know how to get in touch with you if they want to have a conversation with you or maybe uh, send them to the right place on a, on a website, whatever right. is appropriate for you, LinkedIn, website, email, phone, whatever, whatever is the Thank best you. way. Yeah. Um, well, I am on LinkedIn, been on LinkedIn quite a while. Um, uh, primarily the, just look me up on, uh, you know, do an email. I mean, do a <laughs> hello. <laughs> First, before you do your email, you might want to find me. So you would probably want to go to my website it's my company's called the party touch so the website is the com, and i'm going to apologize my website was designed by me 
<laughs> not very well. So I will say that. And so if anyone would like to design a website and help a, help a DJ, <laughs> a nice guy like me, a veteran, by the way, help me out and design a website for me. I'm looking forward to uh, your calling me up. But The Party Touch is my company, thepartytouch.com. And you can find me on Facebook also on The Party Touch. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming in and hanging out with us well, this thank morning, you. man. Yeah, Peyton, thanks. It's been great. I had fun. All right. This is Stone Peyton for our guest today, Denver Baxter with The Party Touch, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio. Cherokee Business Radio.